So I wanna share something that just happened recently that really had a lot of lessons within it for me to learn. So I have recently created a women's group. It is actually a moon circle. If you're unfamiliar with what that is, you can go back and look at the Moonrise episode. I talk all about that. Basically, this women's group, we meet during the full and new moon cycles. And we celebrate that the moon has a 28-day cycle similar to a female hormonal cycle. But the group is really just a way in which we get to be spiritually centered and connect to other women. So this most recent circle (laughs) we had during the eclipse season. And eclipse season is known for being um, difficult or (laughs) full of trials. And I feel like this story just really goes and proves that. (laughs) So we were so, so incredibly lucky to have a special guest, Jessica. She is also known as the Soul Journey Healer. You should go follow her because she is inspirational and amazing. But Jessica was providing us very graciously with a water healing ceremony. And it literally was perfect, especially for this eclipse season. It was like exactly what I needed. And so in order to host this really cool water healing ceremony, we decided it would be really neat to host it by the water. And we live in Southern California, so we got to go to the beach. Now, the particular cove that we chose to host in is very tiny and not super well-known, a little more private. And there are are houses that surround the cove. So pretty close quarters. And like I said, pretty private and quiet spot. We had a small gathering that night. I think in total there there were less than 10 of us women meeting. And we basically just did a meditation. We journaled, did a meditation. And then at the end, we got to talk a little bit about what we took away from the experience. So generally speaking, we were pretty quiet and non-disturbing to the environment. We did have a cute little setup that I love and that we set up every time now with, it's basically a circular arch that has hanging florals and then a few little uh, firefly kind of fairy garden lights that hang from it. And then we did some small little tea light candles in our circle. And I even chose to forego the music, specifically towards the end of the night that we normally have, you know, hertz, waves, frequency kind of music, nothing crazy. But the waves were just a beautiful sound in and of themselves that I felt like we didn't even need music. So we didn't even have music playing. The ceremony itself was perfect. The women who came were so involved and vulnerable and I truly appreciated them because I genuinely feel like this was the first time that I, as the facilitator of the gathering, got to really genuinely sit back and relax and enjoy the circle myself. It was so relaxing. Really, the purpose of the water healing ceremony that Jessica did, she helped us to visualize what it was that we wanted to let the water wash away, take away, cleanse. 
and then replace it with something new. During this eclipse season, I have been very focused on trying to release my fear and my feeling of lack, specifically a lack of safety. And that's what I was working on, releasing that fear of not being safe, of not feeling safe, and replacing it with knowing that I am safe within my body and just in being connected to Mother Earth, trusting in her. And you know, it's one of those things. It is very ask and ye shall receive, right? I was just really into it, giving the universe this lack of safety and replacing it with knowing that I am safe. When, as we're finishing up and literally just about to clean up and go home, this is probably about like 8.30ish, out comes Karen. Yes, we finally, in six months, not even, in four months of having a moon circle, we finally got our first Karen. She marched herself out onto the sand from her house and made a straight line for our circle. Thankfully, everything had really come to a close and everybody was basically getting ready to say goodbye anyways. As Karen marched her little tush right on up to our circle and basically really aggressively confronted us with her language and body language, right? You all know what a Karen is. I don't need to explain the situation other than to say she literally said, I know this is a public beach, but we pay taxes, blah, 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 blah. The women in the circle are much better people than I am. And they all just kind of like nodded and, and said, we understand, you know, like everybody was really good at handling this Karen. And I hopped up and told her, hey, this is my circle. We can chat. She was like, I'm not moving my feet from this spot kind of thing. And basically, we just kind of tried to pacify her until she would leave, right? But really, the kicker is, as she was leaving, she told us she she understood having a women's group and, and she could get behind women's groups, but we should have a permit for this and blah, blah, blah. But that moon thing, she just doesn't get it. And then she told everybody, she said, all of you girls in the circle have such beautiful faces. She turned directly to me and said, except you, you're just mean and angry. And granted, this is, this is after her going off for a good minute or two. And I was just standing there, really. I literally had like my gaze down at the sand, wasn't really listening to her, just letting her talk. And really all I said was, you know, this is my moon circle. If, if you want to, if, if we've bothered you, if you want to chat, we can talk. That was all I had said to her thus far. And as she said this, she said, except you, you're mean and angry and everything else she said. That actually hurt my feelings. <laughs> and it's not because of this woman. She, obviously, she doesn't know me. Obviously, she's got her own issues to deal with. But all I could think to say was that wasn't nice. That wasn't very kind. 
And she was like, what? And I just repeated it. I said, that wasn't very kind. And she said, well, you're not kind. And you're looking at me mean. And she stormed off. And, you know, of all the things she said, (laughs) I could have, you know, had my feelings hurt that she made fun of the moon circle or that she was just mean in general. But really, it did hurt my feelings that she had, like, said that I was mean. And I had to come home and, (laughs) of course, rant to my husband for way too long about it. And then I did what any 30-year-old adult-ass woman would do. I plopped my ass down in my shower and I cried. And while I was crying, all that I could help but think was like, oh, hey, water. (laughs) Like, looky here we had a water ceremony and like all I wanted to do was go home and cry which is water release you know and sit under the shower which is water it's healing and I just I felt like I needed to rinse off her icky energy you know you know that feeling when you have an encounter with somebody and you just you just want to rinse it off take a shower get it off and then I had to think I had to ask myself Why did that hurt my feelings? Why did that thing hurt my feelings, right? And there's the general obvious things of like, well, this is something that I've been putting a lot of work and effort into and my heart and soul into and she made fun of it and she was aggressive and, you know, but really none of those things really hurt my feelings. I I understood why she did those things. She did those because she is an unhappy person and it wasn't about her. It was about me and the fact that she really was just mirroring to herself what she was doing, right? She called me mean when she was being the mean one. But I had to ask myself the question of why did that one hurt me? As I started to think about what I had been doing during the ceremony, right? I had been requesting the universe to help me to feel safe. And that has been a big theme throughout my life that I have felt afraid and unsafe. Sometimes it was physically unsafe. Sometimes, most times, it was emotionally unsafe. And specifically, I had a lot of challenges when I was doing my healing, like really the deepest parts of it, that I felt unsafe to use my voice. My throat chakra was so connected to my solar plexus and I had lost my power because I had hid my voice. I had allowed other people to call me mean, (laughs) to say they didn't like me, and then I decided that that was going to keep me from speaking up, from saying what I felt. And that's what I did in that moment. I told her what I thought about what she had said. I didn't need to attack her. I didn't I didn't as much as I wanted to, right? But the important thing was I got to use my voice. I got to tell her that was mean. I didn't like that. And you know what's funny? Is as soon as I said that, she decided it was time for her to leave. Yes, she was abrasive and aggressive. And yes, she stuck her nose up. And yes, she... For years, probably till the end of her life, will think that she was in the right. And that's okay. 
Because again, it wasn't about her. It was about me and me getting to have that opportunity to use my voice and to know that I am safe when I use my voice. And I'm so grateful for the women that were there because they were so supportive after that. (laughs) They all were really comforting and really special. But that was just such a quick turnaround (laughs) in terms of, I literally was just doing that ceremony, asking the universe, letting the universe know, I'm going to make this effort. I'm going to make this effort to let go of what I can't control and to know that I am safe in doing so, that I am safe in my body and I am safe when I am connected to Mother Earth. I have struggled with this feeling of safety and there are a few things I can kind of like draw upon for why this happens, but I think my husband can vouch for me. He does vouch for me that this kind of this kind of stuff these like aggressive interactions actually happen to me all the fucking time, you guys. All the time. Like, I cannot tell you how many, oh, what's it called? What is it called when you get into uh, altercation? <laughs> how many altercations I have on the regular with people. And I never seek them out. Well, not anymore. Maybe when I was younger, <laughs> I was a little bit more aggressive. And But since I've, I've healed and done a lot of changing, this pattern has continued. And I'm like, what am I doing? Why, why do people just like latch on to me or like catch eyes with me? And they, they're just like, that's her. That's who I'm going to take all my anger out on today. <laughs> and it happens so often. I, I could give so many examples. But one of the things that I... I think really helped me to like understand this was when I discovered that I am a manifester in human design and manifestors, it's a small percent of the population, but it's this idea that like they have this like spark or like starter energy and they are the ones who like start or initiate things. And what I've realized is that just by being myself, being that starter or initiator, it is very polarizing. People either love it and are drawn to it or they lash out at it and they try to tear me down or tear it down. Honestly, I can see a lot of moments in my life where that word, that word she used, mean, has been used in aggression towards me or in an attempt to tear me down for being myself. I have seen so many people and most especially the people closest to me when I was out of alignment with with my own soul and my own purpose. The people I had around me were people who weren't able to support who I am because I wasn't able to support who I was. And even those people, the people who should have supported me and loved me the most were usually the harshest critics and the meanest people to me. And that was quite often what a lot of those people said about me. 
that I was too mean. So after a lifetime of hearing this feedback, yeah, you bet it started to sink in. And I started to think, am I mean? I can see those moments where I wasn't being my best self, especially when I was not in safe environments, when I was unsafe and I was surrounded by people who were part of the reason why I was unsafe, abusers, manipulators. And this really was such a drain on who I was meant to be on these parts of my my soul that were trying to be expressive. And the reason that maybe in the past they really did come out as aggressive or a little bit meaner than they should have was because they felt threatened. Now, obviously, I have been mean in my life. And I'm not saying I can wash my hands clean of any time I've ever been mean. That's just not true. But generally speaking... Anybody who tried to put me in that box to tell me that I was a mean person, they weren't right. They just were not right about who I am. Even back then, I was not a mean person. It is so incredibly different now how I can just, I can just say that. And I know that. And I believe that about myself. Because I was so unsure for the very longest time. And, and still I have those moments where I go, am I mean? Was I mean? <laughs> because a lot of the times I am direct. I've learned to be even more direct because that thing that I lost, I told you my, my voice that was connected to my power. And when I allowed people to be mean to me, I lost that power a little further inside of myself. When I didn't use my voice to speak up for that power, I lost my voice a little bit further inside of myself. And so I decided if somebody approached me and made it a kill or be killed, right? I was going to decide that I was going to save myself. Of course, I'm not out here (laughs) doing the killing part in any way, right? The metaphorical killing, you guys. I'm still not an intentional aggressor. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is standing up for yourself and doing that clearly and doing that intentionally. Because yes, I went home and I cried because that energy lingered with me and I needed a way to release it and get rid of it and say, this isn't mine, I don't need to hold this. But more importantly, I had an opportunity to prove to myself that I have my own back, that I am always safe because I am with me. And I think that as women in this patriarchal world, there are already so many things standing against you and your voice telling you that you can't use them or else you'll be considered mean. You'll be considered too much, too loud, taking up too much space, Talking too much, standing up for yourself isn't attractive or pretty or cute or sweet. And you know, we're just not going to sit back and take it anymore. Collectively, as women, we're standing up for ourselves. We're using our voices and we are tapping into our solar 
plexus, that power. Because being a woman, just being a woman is powerful. That is why so many people want to attack that power. They see it before you even have exerted it. They can see it. They can smell it from a mile away. So this is just me sharing with you. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to go home and cry. (laughs) And it's also okay to show someone kindness when they're not showing you any. But the one thing that is no longer okay is you not showing that kindness to yourself first. If nobody, nobody in this whole entire world has your back, you do. Let that little girl inside of you know that she can be as loud and big and fierce as she wants to be. And you have her back. You make the room and the space for her. You make sure that she knows she is always safe with you. And she is safe to be her most full and authentic self because you like her. You don't think she's mean. So it's not her problem if anybody else does. And always remember too, most likely... The way someone chooses to treat you is just a reflection of themselves. Whatever it is that they are currently struggling with, it is blinding them so much. They can't see anything else but that. And especially if that is something that is admirable within you. Please, ladies, support yourself. Be your own best friend because when you can do that, you then become such a better friend to the women around you. You then can step in and support other women. You can open your heart up because your heart is safe. So if this eclipse season has also been full and eventful for you as it has for me, I invite you to take a look at the things that are triggering for you. What's coming up? And try not to run away from it because it's really hard not to. But if you can acknowledge and identify the feelings that you're having, they don't have to get trapped inside of your body. They don't have to become recurring themes in your life. Your feelings and emotions are not the enemy. They are the friend trying to help you and support you in the efforts that you're making to move above and beyond. I am right here with you, putting all this effort into changing and growing too. I can't wait to see you at the next episode. 